Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me here at the EFAB Who You Talking To podcast. Thanks for joining me here in the cluttered but kind mind space for EFabulous HB, aka Mommy Fab, aka ME, me. Who am I? I am a comical, intelligent, amazing, alluring, and sometimes delusional, because I have delusions of grandeur, Black American older mom who's navigating life, period. Why you should listen to me? Um, Because I'm awesome. Well, <laughs> and I'm so awesome, I might just spark your humanity while I try to pick apart and reconstruct my own. So with that said, I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so now that I have thanked you for being in this space, let me tell you how it works. Um, I used to be a DJ, and so I'm in love with music. That's my first love. So I'm always going to open up an episode with a song that I think is hot right now or a song that I really like. Um, don't, don't be emailing me requesting songs. Uh, no, it's just going to be what I pick. Only Child Syndrome totally on display so yeah i'm gonna open up with a really cool song kind of set the tone and i'm gonna thank you for joining me and then you're gonna listen to this again because i'm gonna tell everybody who's new how this works and then we're gonna get into the um, meat and potatoes of the episode and then at the end i'm gonna thank you for being in this space i'm gonna ask you to share and then if you want to be a sponsor of the show you can do that too i'm totally open to collaborations and working with brands all that good stuff so um, if you feel like listening to my nasal voice is too much for you, but you actually want to get into my headspace, you can always go visit my blog at efabulousHB.com. Or you can find me everywhere on the internet as at efabulousHB. That's what's up. Thank you for being here. Okay, now we can start the show. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh my gosh. Um, thank you for being in this space with me. I'm Mommy Fab. So let me get right into it. Today I'm going to be talking about having sarcoidosis, being an older mom, and being sick. And my first observation is it sucks. It sucks ass. So um, I was originally diagnosed with sarcoidosis in 2011. And it actually went on the attack. And it attacked my larynx. And I didn't win. I actually lost a vocal cord. That's why I sound so crazy. Like when people realize or they talk to me and they're like, oh, you're from Chicago. I don't really have a Chicago accent anymore. And I used to live in New York. I don't really have a New York accent anymore. And I used to live in England, of course, I'm not British born, so I didn't keep my accent. But what is very clear is that my voice is much deeper because I, I'm like, don't have all my vocal cords. Um, and it, it didn't really bother me, you know. They found the sarcoidosis. They cut it out. I lost something, but I still have my life. And I have my future CEO. You know, I'm a mom. And so my goal is to stay alive long enough so I can play spades with my grandkids. So, yeah, 2011, lost vocal cord. But I came out survivor, you know, cue to Beyonce. And for six years, 
I was not on any medication. Um, I changed my diet here and there. I cut back on things. Some, some things I do in excess. I am a drinker, clearly. <laughs> I'm a parent, thus I am a drinker. Um, I love pasta. I'm a total pasta whore. So there are things that I put into my body and I ingest in excess. Like I just don't have that type of self-discipline to say, oh, you should stop eating that because you've eaten too much. No. Uh, when you are a black American and you grow up in poverty and you grow up hungry sometimes, when you become an adult and you work your ass off, yeah, I'm going to have an extra tortellini. I'm all about that. <laughs> I'm about that life. I'm going to have that entire bottle of beautiful Argentinian mail back. I'm all about that because I deserve it. Right. So that's my mindset. Um, clearly, that's not really working for me, huh? Because my autoimmune disease is saying otherwise. So my immune system is pretty much attacking itself. So fast forward to 2017, which is last year, uh, I started feeling really weird, right? And in the back of my mind, my conscience was telling myself, uh, it's bad, like something's wrong. And so at the beginning of 2018, it started to manifest itself physically. And it was really scary because I was like, shit, it's back. What am I going to do? And uh, at first they were like, we're going to have all these surgeries. We're going to cut, 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 cut. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to go under the knife. I'm 45 years old. I'm a biscuit away from 200 solid. And I have a very high stress life. So... I just couldn't. I, I really, really couldn't uh, get my head around it. So I was a fierce advocate for myself and completely leveraged my agency and went and talked to my specialist and went and looked at all the tests and looked at all the scans. And so came up with uh, a solution that wasn't as invasive as surgery. But they had informed me that I was going to have to find a medical solution. I was going to have to take meds at some point, but I thought I had time to deliberate. Well, nope, <laughs> because as of last week, no. Yeah. So last week it came back and I knew something was wrong. And this week I went to the doctor and confirmed it and it's moving around. It's active. Uh, we just don't want it to be pathological to attack another organ and it's spreading on my body. And so I'm faced with my own mortality yet again, and it's scary. It's shitty, right? It's shitty. It sucks. And you're choosing between prednisone or methotrexate. <laughs> and when you read what these things do to your body, you're like, I got to pump my body full of this to stop this, but it might start this. So it might actually help the sarcoidosis but it might actually decimate my liver. It might help the sarcoidosis, but I could be thrown into diabetes. It might help my sarcoidosis, but I will experience hair loss and might grow a mustache. Uh, yeah. So that's not good, right? <laughs> and I think what has really hit home for me is like, I don't have a choice. Like I ran out of time. Like, I don't have a choice. And everybody's like, you know, you could turn it around with your diet. Um, 
yes, I have to make dietary choices because now I'm at the wall. Like if you're pumping your body full of poison, then you don't want to actually be eating poison on top of it because that's like really double dosing yourself, right? You're doubling down on decimating your body. Um, and it's made me cry and it's made me really angry and it's made me shit faced. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just have a resting bitch face right now because I'm like, the fuck? You know, it's hard enough being a divorced woman. It's hard enough being a black American woman. It's hard enough being a divorced black American older mom. Cause I'm in my forties. Like I ain't no spring chicken. Um, it's hard. It's stressful. And on top of that, I have bad health. So it's like I'm a walking liability up in this piece, you know? And it's a mind fuck. It totally is. Excuse my language. (laughs) Um, It's a total head fuck because here you are trying to build a better life for your kid um, and maintain a good life for yourself. And all of a sudden, your body just kind of goes... I'm going to kind of throw you into disarray too. So it's been very humbling because I really had to think about what's really important to me. Like my kid is like number one, right? Loving on my kid, making sure she has a good education, making sure she has a good life, a better life than me. Like that's my number one job, number one objective. But my friends, you know, my family, those those little moments where you can sit on a porch and have a laugh or I can fly home to Chicago and be with my best friend and just kick it and just tell jokes. And those things matter. And I want to do those things until I'm well into my eighties. Um, but it just, it's, it's so disheartening when you get sick because everybody's like, Oh, I'm going to pray for you. And they give you advice, right? Nobody tells you that, a, you're going to feel unlovable. You're going to feel undesirable. You're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel like this is all your fault. And you're going to feel helpless. Like, I'm going through all those emotions right now. And yeah, I get to. It's valid. Um, but I do appreciate all my friends who tell me I want to get through it. <laughs> I got to get ready for war. I got to be ready to fight. And who basically say, dig it, dig in deep, stick your chest out, go get it done. Um, Because it is a war. Because as a black American, I am actually really scared of the medical care that I get. Because I know that medical apartheid exists in the United States. So I have to be very thorough in picking the people that I rely on to help me rebuild my health. That in itself is scary because if you pick the wrong doctor who has no empathy or doesn't care about you, you're dead, right? <laughs> you're dying faster than you would if you pick somebody that actually recognize you as a human being. So there's so many layers to it, so many layers, right? And the other thing is being alone and sick. Like you feel it. You feel... Most of us who are single parents, because I'm sure this happens to dads too, um, when you're a single parent, there is a loneliness that you live with, right? You do. And if you are not settling for a bullshit spouse or a bullshit lover, 
then you know that there are times where you have to be by yourself because you refuse to just be with anybody. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to just be with a loser um, and then that, and bring it into your kid's environment. Trust me, I've done it. Um, and it's horrible because the loser is a loser. And you don't want your kid to learn a behavior to pick a loser, right? So once you realize that you deserve better, you're on your own and you're alone. And so there's nobody there. And then in the middle of the night when you're scared and you're thinking on yourself, how the hell am I going to fix this? There's nobody there to pick you up. There's nobody there to hug you, to spoon you, to say, we got this together. You got to do that shit on your own. You got to cheer, you got to cheer yourself on your own in the middle of actually being sad. Nobody tells you this. But I'm telling you right now because this is what I do. Um, and so that's what inspired me to do this episode of the podcast is that, you know, at 45, I turned 45 this year in March. Yay! It's wonderful. I'm a Pisces. It's so beautiful. We're some beautiful people. But I turned 45 and my body is like attacking itself. So I turned 45 not kissing and cuddling a lover. I turned 45 and basically was kissing and cuddling sarcoidosis. <laughs> that don't sound sexy. That does not sound sexy. So, um, you know, I hope the takeaway from this is that if you're out here suffering from sarcoidosis or you're suffering from any type of disease and you're on your own, please, please, please build a support network for yourself. You are not alone. Um, if you are taking meds, you are not alone. There's so many of us that are on medication and it's scary. You have every right to be scared and just do what you can to lessen the side effects, the long-term side effects. And also, um, what I've started doing is actually keeping a journal of how I feel through my sickness and not being in denial about my feelings. Like, you know, when I feel crappy, I feel crappy. When I feel weird, I feel weird. Um, ask your doctor 80 billion questions because it's your body, right? It's your body and you have to advocate for you. Um, I'm going to do the same. I don't know which one I'm going to go with. I don't know if I'm going to go with prednisone or methotrexate. I don't really know. I just know I don't want to (laughs) die. I have so much art to create, so many things to write, so many smiles and laughs and jokes to have in the future. I just got to do what I can to make it there, you know? So keep hope alive. If you're in a boat like me, you're out here hustling and loving on your kid and doing everything you can to give your kid a better life and you find yourself stuck with a disease that is long-term, just keep the faith. And God bless you and be strong. Be strong. I'm sending you good vibes. So thanks for listening to my mindless ramble and I'll see you next time. Yes. 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 Bye. I appreciate your support. 525.76%. Word. 
I'm such a nerd. Anyway, do share this podcast if you like it. Yes? Yay. If you want to be a sponsor, I'm really open to working with brands and small businesses in my local area. I'm in H-Town. But I have a global reach, so get at me. I hope you take away something positive, um, something kind, and something caring from this podcast always. Ta for now. I totally got to do housekeeping. So, who am I again? Yeah, you fabulous HB. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, Tumblr. Um, I'm all over the web. And you can also follow me on my blog at efabulousHB.com. So again, I appreciate the support. And for you fellow bloggers, podcasters that want to do a collaborative project, I'm always open to that too. So again, thank you for your support and have a great day.